This is your moment. Your moment to move forward and make progress. It's time to see where an education can take you. For over 130 years, Strayer University has been at the forefront of change, offering programs that help students like you get ahead and stay ahead, so you can keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by Chef. In these winter months, consider TripInsurance.com to cover your next cruise investment. Buy direct from the leading insurers and save up to 40% or more on comparable plans from the other sites. Get a quote today and save from TripInsurance.com. Broadcasting from the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida. This is Cruise Radio. Hey, what's up? My name is Doug Parker. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of Cruise Radio. Very happy to have you here. Coming up on this week's show, we'll get a review of Celebrity Reflection. Sherry Kennedy is standing by with Cruise News. Also, Tony Rodriguez, uh, former NFL star, he is actually doing Lip Sync Battle tonight. Uh, That's a Spike TV show. Carnival Cruise Line has Lip Sync Battle Carnival on some of their ships. We're going to talk to uh, Tony in just a couple of seconds here. There are two things that former NFL star Tony Gonzalez knows. Football. And the Humpty Dance. Tony's on the line right now. Hey, Tony. <laughs> How are you, man? Good. I like that. That was a good intro right there. Of course. And I'm referring to Spike TV's Lip Sync Battle, where you're debuting tonight with Ray Lewis. And uh, also, Carnival Cruise Line now doing Lip Sync Battle on their ships. We'll get to that in just a couple of seconds. So uh, you're in Houston. How's it going over there today, Tony? Yeah, I'm over here. Uh, I got in yesterday, uh, obviously in town for the week for the festivities. And then I'm out here, obviously, representing for Carnival and Lip Sync Battle. So your episode aired tonight, and uh, i got to ask you, how was it performing uh, on Spike TV's Lip Sync Battle against Ray Lewis? Uh, I was, well, <laughs> obviously I've gone against him a lot during my career. Yeah. I had some nice battles, and this was just an epic battle, too. It was a lot of fun. I had way more fun than I ever thought I was going to have doing it, dressing up, getting in the costumes, learning the lyrics, uh, getting the dance moves down. It was uh, just, just a lot of fun. Uh, I got to say, watching you on the field, I never knew you were such a huge digital underground fan. <laughs> uh, well, I'm, I'm a child of the 80s and 90s, so <laughs> when they asked me to pick a song, that, that, that's the first thing that popped in my mind. That's awesome. Of course, guests can do lip sync battle carnival on Carnival Cruise Line ships. And uh, Tony, what advice would you give to cruisers who want to participate in lip sync battle? Okay, this is what you do. When you, when you go to carnival.com and you book the trip, Make sure it's one of the ships that do have the, uh, the lip sync on it because you'll have the best time ever doing this. You get to dress up in outfits. Uh, and my best advice I think I would say is, first of all, you probably want to take a, have a couple shots of tequila before you go on stage. <laughs> yeah. And then make sure that you just let it go. Okay, you got to give yourself permission and freedom to just say, forget about who's watching, who cares. Pretend you're in the shower and you'll have the best time ever, I guarantee it. It's, uh, and I couldn't imagine it. You're out on a cruise ship on the water having the best time ever doing lip sync battle it, it would it, it's a it's a combination match made in heaven and you're never going to see any of these people ever again yes you'll never see them again who cares <laughs> well actually obviously everybody's probably going to uh, they're watching the show tonight uh, <laughs> that's true but when you're on that cruise ship just understand no one will ever see this again you'll not only will you have the best time ever the people that are watching you're going to have the best time ever my family that came and watched the show my wife specifically, we still talk about how much fun we had. I was watching a, a clip of it a few minutes ago. Did you do that in all one take? Yeah, absolutely. It's live. Once you go, it's go time, baby. Wow. It's like a football game. There's, <laughs> no, there's no redos. 
So no, that's the beauty of it too. That's why I said you just got you got it was totally outside of my comfort zone, but I had the best time ever. I'm so glad I did it. One of the one of the coolest things I've ever done. Well, I know you're doing the big uh, radio tour today, so I'm going to let you hop here. But before you go, uh, my wager is depending on this: who is going to win the big game? I'm going. Obviously, I'm going for it. Everybody, everybody knows that. I used to play for the Falcons, so yep. obviously I'm going for the Falcons. But I think they got a shot. I think Matt Ryan is in his zone right now. So is Tom Brady. It's going to be a great game. But I think Atlanta gets them on a on a last-second drive. Usually, these games come down to who has the ball last, and uh, I'm going to go with Atlanta. You can catch Tony and Ray Lewis tonight on Spike TV's Lip Sync Battle. Tony, good talking to you, buddy. Enjoy Houston this week. All right, Doug. Thanks for having me. All right, let's jump to cruise news now with Sherry Kennedy. Hey, Sherry. Hey, Doug. Hey, so you just heard the Tony interview. Have you ever done karaoke before? <laughs> Not on a ship. <laughs> just at a local pub. I'm chicken. But I've watched karaoke, and I think you probably have too. Yeah, I, I've done it a couple of times um, in my younger days when I had way too much fun on cruise ships, getting up there and singing. But I haven't done it probably in the past 10 years or so. I don't have the voice, and I have a face for radio. So I have that going for me. <laughs> I've heard that expression. <laughs> so Carnival last week announced their home port for Carnival Horizon. Uh, where is she going and what kind of itineraries are we going to see? Well, I'll get to where she will be home ported towards the end of this little deal because that's the exciting part. Uh, she will enter service in spring of 2018. And while she's over in Europe, there will be 7, 10, and 13 night Mediterranean cruises, and a lot will emanate from Barcelona, of course. It seems to be pretty popular for Carnival. Um, and then she'll do a transatlantic and the first week of May from Barcelona to New York City. But then she will be relocated to, drumroll, Miami. So in late September, you'll see the Carnival Horizon pulling into Miami and uh, the first cruises from Miami will be a two-day journey to Nassau uh, mid-September. And then she will, she will cruise six- and eight-day itineraries to the Caribbean. So that equals 14, so they will be alternating, one week six, one week eight. Norwegian Cruise Line, they recently changed their loyalty program. Are, are we seeing any major changes with this? You know, I think uh, the people that will be impacted the most are those at the lowest level that were very close to bumping up to the next level. For them, it's been moved up several points, which a point is is usually considered one night of sailing. But the people that will benefit the most are those at the top end of, you know, ha that have the most nights with Norwegian. Um, they've added a platinum plus and they've added an ambassador's level. And the, to be in the ambassador's level, you have to have 700 points. Whoa. So, yeah, you're pretty dedicated Norwegian cruiser at that at that stage of the game. But, you know, they get all sorts of rewards and, and invitations to the senior officers tables and things like that. So, you know, for a lot of people, it's quite an honor, and uh, they're very proud of, of having 700 points. But you know what? It's all about creating loyalty and having the, your top-tier people are the ones that are coming back again and again and spending more and more money. So, you know, I, I hate to say it, but, you know, they do deserve a little extra amenities now and then. So, yeah, yeah it's just, you know, it's all about revenue, right? Yes, it is. Royal Caribbean now offering scuba certifications on their ships, speaking of revenue. They are. And, and as we were saying bef just before the show, this sounds really familiar. I remember being on uh, some Royal Caribbean ships, you know, maybe 12 years ago, and I could have sworn I saw a PADI certification opportunity, which, in fact, 
they've reinvented it again, I guess, because you can actually get a full diving certification on uh, at many of the cruises, especially the Oasis class, the Freedom class, and the Voyager class ships will offer it, as well as Anthem of the Seas. So it's pretty interesting. You can start with, uh, if you just want to test it out, it's called a Try Dive program for $29. It's only 30 minutes, but it's an introduction. And then if you're already certified, but you need to have the refresher course, that's $59. And if you really want to go on a scuba diving vacation, you can get a full certification. And uh, it's called the Open Water Diver Course. It's $599 per person. You start off at home. There's some online studying that you have to do. And then you have to, once you're on board, and you will go to two ports where you will do the open water dive and get certified. Um, Two ports for that. And then when you get home, you become a certified diver and you can go off and scuba dive wherever you want. Fun. Yeah, I think so. I mean, have you ever done scuba diving? Can't uh, pressurize my ears. No kidding. Yeah. Took a dive class. And I was so stoked because all my buddies went and we're going to go do uh, – there's some reefs off the coast here of Jacksonville, um, some artificial ones. We're going to go dive down there like 80 feet of water. Second day into class, I could not pressurize. So, And we were in a dive pool, so it was like a 30-foot pool. And Oof. once I hit like 10 feet down, forget about it. My head felt like I was going to explode. And I was afraid oh. I was going to blow my eardrums out when I was trying to pressurize. So I was like, okay, you guys, um, I'm going to grab a beer and you just finish the <laughs> class. Uh, last but not least here, Sherry, Princess Cruises invites you to take a bed home. Yeah, sweet dreams for everybody, right? And, and actually, they are selling their beds, which is kind of interesting. You know, some other cruise lines have been doing that for a while. Um, so they developed this program with sleep expert. His name is Dr. Michael Bruce. And HGTV designer Candace Olson. I don't watch HGTV very much, but I guess she's very popular. And it's, supposedly they're combining the science of sleep with luxury design. So that's you know, that's pretty cool. Um, they Princess will be rolling out all the beds across their whole fleet uh, by the end of 2018. So that's about 44,000 beds rolling out. And consumers can now buy the mattress and pillows, a comforter, linens, mattress pads, and toppers at princessluxurybed.com. So it's kind of a, an interesting thing to do. If you sleep great on a cruise, you'll sleep great at home. And maybe think about your cruise, right? Been talking with Sherry Kennedy from CruiseMaven.com. Thank you, Sherry. Thanks, Doug. See you next time. Cruise Radio. Maintaining our global reach. Listen live at cruiseradio.net. From its rich heritage, picturesque beaches, and unparalleled blue waters, it's no wonder over 7 million people cruise to the Caribbean every year. What do you want to do? Swim with stingrays at Stingray Bay? Go for an island tour? Take a beach break? Or set sail on a catamaran to spend the day snorkeling? Whatever you decide, CruisingExcursions.com has a shore excursion to fit your budget. Cruising Excursions knows your time on the island is limited and that you want to make the most of your day. That's why they have shore excursions up to 60% cheaper than the cruise lines and offer smaller, more personable tours. Find out for yourself. Research and book your next shore excursion at CruisingExcursions.com. For over 42 years, Park West Gallery has introduced over 1.3 million people to fine art. Here's what actual customers are saying. I've been collecting with Park West five, six years now. 
six years. Nine years. Ten years. Everybody we meet at Park West makes you feel comfortable. You're part of their family. It is an exciting and fun experience. It is enjoyable, uplifting. Park West has been so kind to us. Park West makes us excited to spend money on art. To find out more about Park West Gallery, visit parkwestgallery.com or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Park West Gallery icon. Have a question for the experts or would you like to talk about your cruise or vacation experience, good or bad? Email comments at cruiseradio.net. John and his wife, Julie, just returned from a seven-night sailing aboard Celebrity Reflection round trip out of Miami to the Western Caribbean. John's on the line right now. Hey, John. Hey, Doug. How you doing? Good, buddy. Uh, so this sailing, uh, first of all, i got to tell you before we start, love Celebrity Reflection. I did the inaugural on her a few years back and just an amazing ship. And I, I assume you had the same thoughts? Absolutely. I yeah. 100% agree with you. Um, we were just blown away when we went on board. It's a stunning ship and the decor and everything about it, it just, uh, it's really very elegant, I think is the best way to describe it. So yeah, I 100% agree with you. Let's uh, take a step back before you get to the actual ship itself. Give me some of your pre-cruise thoughts. Well, we originally had planned uh, to try to go on the reflection next April, but due to some scheduling conflicts, we ended up having to cancel that uh, reservation and we were looking to try to do something next summer. And I happened to notice on some of the cruise forums that uh, uh, Celebrity was running some pretty good pricing. So we took a look and booked it uh, right at about a month out, a little more, uh, and decided that we'd go ahead and take the trip because we were really wanting to get back to Celebrity. We had done our honeymoon on the Celebrity Millennium. So we sailed on her twice, and uh, we were eager to try one of the new Solstice-class ships, and in particular the Reflection, since she's the newest in the fleet. And uh, the opportunity was was there, and we took it. So uh, I'm I'm glad we did. It was a great trip. Now you're up in uh, Pooler, Georgia, by Savannah. So did you drive down there? We did. Okay. Uh, we drove down uh, Friday. Got down there probably around three thirty or so. It's only about a seven and a half hour drive for us, so not too bad. And then we just stayed overnight in Fort Lauderdale, and then got up and drove over to Miami Saturday morning. Once you got to the pier, how was the embarkation process for you? It was pretty smooth. Um, we got there probably a bit earlier than we should have. I think we got to the parking deck somewhere around 9 o'clock. So overall, it probably took us about two hours before we were on board the ship. So we were waiting outside the terminal, uh, waiting to get in. And then once they opened up security and uh, walking us through, I think we only waited in line probably about 30 minutes before they started general boarding. So overall, it was about a two-hour process, but fairly smooth. I mean, everything kept moving through until they had us in the holding areas uh, waiting to uh, clear the ship and get us on board. And then once you cross the gangway and get that mimosa, everything goes away. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And that's uh, as soon as we cross the, exactly like you said, you get in that, you know, go across the uh, gangway there and into deck five and come on board. And, uh, you know, like I said, it's just a beautiful ship. And we were immediately impressed with that beautiful atrium with the glass elevators and the reflection tree there uh, in the atrium. That's really cool. So it was just uh, just a really beautiful ship. We were just blown away when we walked on board. You make your way to your stateroom. Uh, what kind of stateroom did you book and what did you think of it? We had a, a standard veranda uh, balcony stateroom and uh, I thought it was very good. Uh, it was a decent size, a little bit smaller than our last cruise on the Escape. Uh, understandably, we were in a slightly different category this go around, but plenty of room. Um, I think I would describe it probably as a little bit cozy, um, but we had plenty of storage the bed was nice. It was actually by the balcony, so that gave us a little bit more room to move around uh, in the stateroom itself. And the overall bathroom size was great. And, of course, Celebrity does it nicely there. You don't have the shower curtains. They've got that kind of trick Glass. shower door yeah. uh, there. So the bathroom was 
was very doable and there's plenty of space in the closet and everything. So we were very pleased and uh, we uh, don't have any complaints as far as the stateroom is concerned. Let's talk about dining aboard Celebrity Reflection. Of course, you have a few dining venues on there. So we'll start at the top around the buffet area and work our way down from there. What did you think of the buffet on, what do they call it, the Ocean Grill Cafe? Yeah, that's right. I think yeah. it's uh, Ocean View or, it, or Ocean, Ocean View. Grill, one of the two. I'm not a big buffet fan, so we don't we don't typically spend a lot of time up there. But we did walk through just to check out the layout and see all the offerings that they had. Um, so overall... It was a nice, nice spread. They had a good variety of food. Everything looked delicious. We sampled a few desserts, uh, but that was about the extent of the buffet that we we did on on this trip. But we did use the mast grill on embarkation day and also uh, during the the sea days while we were on board to get some hamburgers. And they've got hot dogs and things up there as well, and some French fries. And so that's just a nice place to uh, eat out by the pool and enjoy being outside and and, uh, have some good food. The main dining room, what time dining did you have? We had the early seating at 6 p.m. in Opus, uh, which is the main dining room. And we were very impressed uh, with the overall food on the ship. I think it was, you know, from, in my mind, I'd say it was very good to excellent. Uh, We didn't have really any complaints on the food at all in the main dining room. Uh, Our service was very good. Uh, Our waiter took very good care of us. He moved us through each meal fairly quickly and uh, very efficiently and was, uh, you know, very, very good service there. So we were very, very pleased with the main dining room experience because I know some people say it's kind of hit or miss, you know, especially celebrity regulars. I think some of the complaints have been the food maybe have gone downhill over the last few years, but uh, not having sailed celebrity recently, I would say the food was very good and there was no disappointment there. So we were, we were quite pleased uh, with all the meals that we had there. The only concern I had with Opus was probably we went one morning to breakfast there, and I would say um, the service was a bit slow, and the food was cold when it did get to us. So we didn't go back for breakfast in Opus, but as far as the main dining at dinner, it was great. Did you do any specialty venues on this sailing? We did one. Uh, we went. My wife was really excited about Cuisine. Uh, okay. She had done some research on that before we went and was really eager to try that and it did not disappoint it was phenomenal the setting was great we were right against the window looking out over the ocean we had a beautiful sunset as we were sitting there the food was delicious Uh, the presentation is really cool how they bring it out to you and one of my favorites was the uh, the lava crab it comes out like it's like a crab ball uh, in some type of um, uh, spicy sauce that they have on there and my wife doesn't like crab, and she even tried it and said it was delicious. So I think uh, that's the best compliment I could give the chef there uh, to make somebody like a food that they don't particularly enjoy. Um, so it was a lot of fun to try new things and just to see how they bring things out. Like the spring rolls come out in a spring. You know, I mean, it was uh, it's just kind of fun and whimsical how they do it. Uh, but just just a dining experience like we had never uh, had before. So that was a really neat experience for us. And I would highly recommend Cuisine to anybody that's going to be on the reflection. It's a, it's a phenomenal uh, restaurant and a lot of fun. What did you think about the entertainment on this seven-night sailing? Entertainment was very good. In particular, we really enjoyed a lot of the live music that they had on board. They had some string duets on board. We would go to Cafe Albaccio there on deck five in the evenings and uh, enjoy the live music with the violin and the cello. They had a, an awesome pianist uh, that he performed one night in the main theater as the show, and he was uh, from the Ukraine, and it was a lot of fun. He, he had some good jokes that he was telling in between his performances, and it was just amazing to see him. They even 
He did one where he had the keys covered up on the piano with a cloth, and then he blindfolded himself and played just impeccably. It was awesome. And uh, to say he got a standing ovation at the end, you know, he certainly deserved that, and it was a lot of fun. Some of the, the other shows, we did two of the other main theater shows with the cast, and I thought they were overall pretty good. Um, not quite as good as the entertainment we had seen on the Norwegian Escape. Uh, I felt like the overall you know, production shows were a little bit stronger on Norwegian, but we enjoyed them. They were good shows. They were only about 45 minutes each, so you weren't in there for an hour and a half or two hours like some cruise lines like to do, uh, which can kind of extend a little bit too long, in my opinion. So overall, uh, the entertainment was really enjoyable, and I would hope that Celebrity continues to do more of the live music offering, you know, different varieties. And then they had DJs in the atrium in the evenings as well, playing some really good music. So it was a lot of fun. I think they did a great job kind of keeping the nightlife going. So I was impressed with that. Cool. How were the sea days as far as feeling crowded uh, or congested? I think overall the sea days, uh, the ship handled the crowds very, very well. You know, it's certainly a good sized ship. There were quite a few people. It was, I think we were pretty much at capacity being Thanksgiving week. Uh, the ship was full of families and quite a few children actually on board. And other than the first day, we really didn't notice the kids. I mean, they were well-behaved and in the uh, children's programs. So even though uh, that was probably a very heavy week for celebrity having children on board, uh, they did a great job, I think, keeping everybody entertained. The pool areas were very nice. You could find a deck chair, uh, you know, maybe not right against the pool if that's where you wanted to be. But the nice thing with Celebrity and the Reflection is that it has the solarium pool, which is an adults-only area. It's covered. It's inside. And they have lots of padded loungers in there. They have some kind of clamshell lounges that are back in there, which are really nice. And it's just a nice, quiet, peaceful place for the adults to kind of retreat to on sea days. So my wife and I spent uh, most of the sea days in there and really enjoyed that very much. Never had a problem getting a chair there. Towards the midday, kind of noon rush, if you will, most of the loungers were taken up, but people would rotate out and leave and other people would come in and take this, this spot. So overall, I think the ship uh, really did very, very well. And you didn't feel that kind of congestion or overwhelming crowd that sometimes you see on some of the other mega ships. You mentioned that it was a Thanksgiving sailing. Any kind of special events happening during Thanksgiving? They did a Thanksgiving uh, dinner for us on uh, Thursday night. We had the second formal night, uh, they offered lobster tail, uh, or you could get a traditional turkey dinner. Uh, my wife chose to do the turkey dinner. I took the lobster tail, but we both enjoyed our meal very much. So uh, as far as specialties you know, or, or special activities, I think that was kind of the extent of it. We were hoping that they might decorate for Christmas between Thursday night and Friday, or at least start some of the decorations we had heard in previous years that they had started to roll some of that out. And unfortunately, they didn't do that this sailing, so we we missed that. But uh, it would have been neat to see the ship all decked out for Christmas. Yeah. But uh, otherwise, it was it was a, it was a nice way to spend Thanksgiving, and maybe it'll be something that uh, we try again as a new tradition. It was a lot of fun. Ports of Call. This was a seven night sailing out of Miami. You did the Western Caribbean. Uh, what ports did you hit, and which one really stood out to you? We had three ports originally uh, on the sailing. We were going to go to Cozumel. Falmouth, Jamaica, and Labadee, Haiti. And we got to the first port, Cozumel, no problem. That was our first time that had been to Cozumel. Um, and we actually took a Jeep tour and snorkel excursion off the ship. And um, it started off a little bit disappointing. We got off the ship. We had some delays. They had had a storm the night before there. So the seas were really churned up. 
And we got to our first stop, which is where we were supposed to go in off the beach. It was fairly rocky beach to get in to go snorkeling. And they recommended, you know, if you weren't particularly a strong swimmer or if you were worried about the water and, you know, kind of the turbulence there, they said, you know, we recommend that you stay out of the water. So a lot of the passengers that were with us on the tour were upset. Uh, As a matter of fact, we had one family uh, left the excursion and went back to the ship Mm -hmm. because they were disappointed in how things had turned out. But our patience was rewarded. We enjoyed the little beach break there, and then we got back in the Jeeps and drove about 40 minutes up the road to the north side of the island. And let me tell you, the beach up there was just unbelievable. I have never seen water like that in my entire life. Just the colors, it was just spectacular. And we really, really were thankful that we hung in there and kept going on the tour. So I would recommend anybody going to Cozumel, if you've not been to the island, you know, take a track, go out to the north side of, of the island and go see those beaches up there because it was just just beautiful and there weren't very many people up there at all. As a matter of fact, we were the first four people on the beach when we got there. So it was just, it was well worth the trip and that really made the day for us. We were just so pleased with that outcome. I left off Grand Cayman. We, we, we had four ports. I forgot. How can I forget Grand Cayman? We went to Grand Cayman, uh, which was very nice. It was a tender port, so obviously it takes a little bit longer to get on and off the ship. Uh, but we just did a kind of a beach trip on our own, took a taxi over to Seven Mile Beach and and uh, wandered around there and found a quiet spot and hung out for a while and then went back to the ship. So pretty quiet excursion day for us there, but uh, certainly we had beautiful weather. The water was nice. We got in and swam for about an hour, uh, so really enjoyed that. And then next day we went over to – or we were going to go to Jamaica – uh, about eight o'clock in the morning, uh, I was out on the balcony watching as we approached the port and I was surprised, honestly, how really how exposed Falmouth is to the ocean there. Uh, it's not a very protected port, if you will. And we kind of slowed down and kind of crept by the port entry <laughs> and I knew something wasn't quite right. And, uh, we just kind of steadily moving by very slowly for about 10 or 15 minutes. And uh, the captain finally came on and announced to the the passengers that, unfortunately, we were going to have to uh, miss the port. The winds were too strong. And of course, he said safety first. You know, we don't want to uh, do anything that could jeopardize the ship or the passengers' safety. So he elected, uh, along with the uh, harbor master, to go ahead and and uh, pass and, and do an extra sea day yeah. instead of going to Jamaica, which was okay with us. We were originally planning to just stay on board that ship on the ship that day anyway, hoping that a lot of folks would get off and maybe we could enjoy the ship with even less uh, folks on board. Uh, so having an additional sea day was, was not a problem for us. And then our last stop was in Labadee, Haiti, which is Royal Caribbean's private peninsula out there on, on the north side of Haiti. And that was really nice. I had been actually looking forward to going there. Uh, I'd heard a lot of good things from the Royal Caribbean folks that you know the, that they had enjoyed stopping there, and uh, so we got an opportunity to, to pull in there. The weather wasn't the best; it was pretty overcast and, and windy, but it was nice and warm. So we got over uh, over to Columbus Cove there on the far side of the resort area, and uh, had a couple lounge chairs and sat out there and enjoyed the beach for two or three hours, uh, and then kind of wandered around through some of the little shops that they had there from the the local folks and uh, bought a few souvenirs for the family and then got back on board. So uh, overall, the, 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 uh, the cruise, as far as the port's concerned, was really good. And, and I would think probably Cozumel was the, the most pleasant surprise for us because we had not been there and just that beach was mm-hmm. really made it all uh, worthwhile. So you make your way back to Port Miami. How was the disembarkation process for you? 
Disembarkation was pretty smooth. We elected to do the uh, the walk off with our with our luggage, the self disembarkation. They asked that we meet uh, down on deck five at about six forty five in the morning. Uh, so we went down early, anticipating a pretty good crowd, and and uh, we were were met with the the line already wrapped around the other side of the uh, other ship. So <laughs> we got in line and waited. Uh, they started taking us through the lounge and got us outside. We probably sat outside on deck five out there around the lifeboats probably for a good 20, 25 minutes. They were waiting to clear the ship from customs. So nothing on celebrities' fault. Uh, you know, you just got to wait until customs clears the ship. And then as soon as they cleared, we were walked right off. Uh, we went straight to customs. They processed us, and then we were across the street and in our car. So it was a, a very seamless process once uh, the ship got cleared. So I would certainly recommend self-disembarkation for those that uh, have early flights or are eager to get on the road. It was, it was uh, pretty smooth. Looking back over your seven-night sailing, what was the biggest highlight for you? I think the overall, the biggest highlight for us and, and you know, the thing that I enjoyed the most was the ship itself. Celebrity Reflection is just an amazing ship. She is probably one of the most beautiful ships that I've ever been on. Just everything, how they handle all the design, the decor, the lounges, the way that they, um, you know, handle the, the music on board the ship, offering the entertainment. Uh, it just feels very luxurious and classy. So I'm very, very pleased uh, with our choice to go on Reflection and would highly recommend that ship to anyone that has been considering Celebrity. Or if you're, you've been on a number of Solstice class ships and you haven't been on Reflection yet, uh, I think it certainly warrants a try because it's, it's an amazing ship and uh, the captain and crew have done a great job taking care of her. And uh, we just really enjoyed the trip and, and Reflection made it for us. So it was an awesome time. You didn't mention the treehouse inside reflection. Yeah, you're right. I forgot about that. It does have the hideaway. And that yeah. was cool. On embarkation day, that was one of the first places we went to check out because we had seen the pictures of it. And uh, that was really neat. Um, you know, we went and sat in one of those little uh, pods that they had up there. So that was a lot of fun. We didn't spend a lot of time down in there just because I like to uh, to be up by the water uh, and, and to see out on the ocean. So that being an inside spot, I didn't spend a lot of time there. Uh, but it is a neat little a neat little spot that they have for reading and uh, people were really enjoying that, I think, as just a quiet spot to hang out. Yeah, for sure. It's a cool area of the ship. Uh, do you have any first-time tips you would like to share? I would highly recommend Cuisine. Some people may go, huh, I don't want to pay the $45 extra per person, which seems a little bit expensive. But the overall experience, the way they present the food, and the, the entire dining experience is completely worth it because I've never been to any other restaurant that does uh, dining like that. And it was just so much fun. Uh, and you could just pick what you wanted. And if you want more, you could order it. But it lets you try all sorts of different foods in, in ways that are just fun and, and enjoyable. So definitely try out Cuisine if you're going to do a specialty restaurant in Reflection. I think that is certainly uh, well worth your time and money. In closing, final thoughts of Celebrity Reflection. Celebrity Reflection you know, really got us back on the Celebrity Bandwagon. We had already booked uh, the Celebrity Equinox for next summer while we were on board, so we went ahead and did the next cruise. We were so uh, impressed and enjoyed our time so much on Reflection. So um, you know that was a great way for us to get back in with Celebrity, and, and it certainly did not disappoint in any way. So Celebrity is a great cruise line. Reflection is a phenomenal ship, and I highly recommend anybody looking at Celebrity to, uh, to jump in and go for it. It's a great time. 
We've been talking with John, him and his wife just returned from that seven-night Western Caribbean sailing aboard Celebrity Reflection out of Miami. John, thanks for being on the show and giving your review, man. Doug, thanks again for uh, having me back, and I look forward to hopefully talking to you again next spring. A big question we get at Cruise Radio is, how do I know if I need trip insurance? Simple answer. If you're getting on a plane, taking a road trip, or getting on a cruise ship, you need to have travel insurance. Hey, it's Doug Parker from my friends at TripInsurance.com. Not not only does TripInsurance.com protect your vacation investment, but it also gives you a peace of mind in case anything were to go wrong on your trip. How do they do it? They offer three different types of trip insurance policies. Good, better, and best. One policy for every vacation budget. But it doesn't just stop there. They're up to 40% lower when you shop around on other comparison sites. Plus, TripInsurance.com offers 24-hour customer support before, during, and after your trip, online claims assistance, and travel alerts to let you know what's going on at your destination. But find out for yourself. Check out TripInsurance.com. Cruise Radio is produced weekly at the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida. Hear Cruise Radio on iHeartRadio, the Stitcher Radio Network, iTunes, or at CruiseRadio.net. For sales and marketing opportunities, email sales at CruiseRadio.net. I'm your announcer.